All right, today on WATP, Jen from the Jingles Department joins us, and we talk about a podcast called Sex Talk with My Mom. Yeah. This is going to be a fun one, guys. We had a, a really good time uh, recording this one. We pulled a lot of clips. It was great to watch the magic happen yeah. in person. Yeah, I mean, you're going to want to stick around and listen to the whole episode. Because, oh, because we talk about all the things that happen on their show. Oh, we get into it. We get into that. And then we talk about people talking about our show on the internet. Right. 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 There was, we talk about that. Yeah. That's fun. And then there's a part where we talk about the show that we'll be reviewing next week mm-hmm. on WATP. Yeah, I love that part. Oh my gosh. That's the part everybody loves. I know. But stay tuned because... You're going to want to stay tuned. You know, you're going to want to listen to this whole episode. Yeah. Because it just, it starts off great. And then ends amazing. I don't want to ruin anything, but I agree with Carl. Right. It's it's fantastic. So definitely tune in on this one, people. It's showtime. Jen from the Jingles Department. W-A-T-P, W-A-T-P, W-A-T-P. Who are these podcasts? W-A-T-P. Who likes these podcasts? Not W-A-T-P. Who makes these podcasts? That would be on me. W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Hello and welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts. We listen to podcasts so that you don't have to. I'm your host, Cara. With me today, back once again by popular demand, it's Jen from the MIA Jingles Department. <laughs> it's terrific to be here. Thanks for being here, Jen. We always get very positive reviews when you're on the show. Oh, I love that. I'd like to remind our listeners, you can visit us at whoarethese.com, our Facebook page, or on Twitter at whoarethesepod. If you like what you hear, don't forget to give us a positive five-star review on iTunes. We've had some uh, recent reviews out of uh, the U.S., Canada, and Great Britain that I'll be getting to later on in the show. All good, I bet. Oh, yeah, of course. Overwhelmingly (laughs) positive. Um, Today we'll be reviewing a podcast called Sex Talk with My Mom. This is a listener suggestion that came in from uh, Andy. Jen and I have both listened to the show separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. So let's get into it. Jen, Sex Talk with My Mom. You're not going to believe this but I actually like this podcast. Oh, wow. Really? <laughs> I did. I, I actually liked it. Okay. After a while. That is a twist I was not ready for. I didn't think you I'm would be surprised. ready for that. So here's the uh, the premise of this show. You have this kid in probably his early to mid-20s and his cougar mom, mm-hmm. who's like 58 years old or something yeah. like that. And they're on a show together to talk about sex. And the whole premise, or I should say the whole gimmick is it's an awkward conversation because it's a mom oh, and super her awkward. son. But it's forced awkwardness. So anyway, you got this kid who's a uh, stand-up comedian. And uh, his name is Cam, Cam Poder. And then the mom is Karen Lee. And she is a self-proclaimed sex expert who has a YouTube channel. 
Now, the show that we listened to was episode 21. They talked to a phone sex operator, a PSO, named Chloe Love. And this was an interview-style podcast. Yes. Right? Yep. And uh, they actually broke it up into two parts. So episode 21 was part one. Episode 22 was part two. Did you happen to listen to part two Oh, yeah, I did. Okay, I did too. I listened to like six of their episodes. Oh, wow. Okay, <laughs> you're, you're all in. Interesting. All right, so I want to talk about... The, Here's where I want to start, and I, I'm going to apologize up front. I'm going to play a ton of clips. That's okay. And then I'll let you get into it. So the format of this show is so fucking retarded. They start off by talking about the show you're about to hear, and they do that for a while. They're like, we're going to talk to so-and-so. We're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about that. And then we're going to talk about this. After they do that, they then do a recap at the end of the show. It's like their own post-mortem of what they just talked about. So they recap it again. Then you come back to the next episode, part two, where they do the same thing. They talk about what they talked about before. They talk about what they're going to talk about. And then they do the exact same thing. So it's a lot of talking about what you're going to talk about. Yeah. And the thing that they're super excited about, they're super stoked about, the reason why we picked this episode is if you go to their website, they tell you these are the shows to listen to first. These are the really good shows. So this is what they consider to be a great show. And for one very specific reason. You know what that reason is, Jen? I do know what that reason is. <laughs> what, what is that? The orgasm. Yes. So the phone sex operator has an orgasm on their show. And I just pulled a series of clips that lead up to this. I call it the teasing the orgasm saga. These are all the teases that they do to get you excited about this one moment. All right. Okay. All right. You look like you want to say something. They're not really teasers. They're actually just telling you what it's going to be. <laughs> well, that's what—that's the definition of a tease. All right, all right. Listen, I'll—I'll I'll, I'll explain myself. We're putting that little part on clamor. <laughs> I cannot believe this. I—that was wild. That was—I I can't. First of all, I can't believe that you even suggested it. Well, she mentioned that she does it, so I, of course I want her to do it on our podcast. Great call. Great call. I got to tell you, but. So that's how the show starts off. You don't know what they're talking about, but that's them teasing this thing. So it's building that, oh, what, what is, what's going on here? And then they say this. I was thinking, I was like, oh man, this is bizarre listening to an orgasm with my mother on the line. It's just not something that normally occurs. <laughs> oh my God, they're so taken with themselves. <laughs> they're so proud of themselves. They're like, oh my gosh, we were like on this call while she was having an orgasm. Yeah, that's the whole premise of your fucking show. All right, more teasing the orgasm. Would yes. you say that this was the most uncomfortable experience this... I've ever had with you or with anybody, I think, at this point? <laughs> I was just going to yeah. say the most uncomfortable experience we had making this podcast. But I think for sure the most uncomfortable experience maybe that we've experienced together. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. It is uncomfortable. We get it. Uh, it's fake uncomfortableness. All right, here's, um, and I have proof for that, but here's here's track four. <laughs> And we invited on this phone sex operator to join us. She has her own podcast. She's super intelligent. She's very well versed in the, the phone sex industry. And towards the end of this interview, I I don't know what came over me. Yeah, it was not my doing. I just wanted to be clear about this. This was your doing. He's so proud of himself. I don't know what came over me. I just had this amazing moment on my podcast where I asked... 
right. This is more of them <laughs> setting this up. Uh, so, uh, so you don't like this podcast. Oh, this is terrible. <laughs> this is terrible. Okay. All right. So, Jen, this is still the preamble <laughs> to part one. They're still talking about what's going to happen. Yeah. In the interview, she mentioned how she's done these podcasts before, and all at the end of all of them, she the interviewee asks her to have an orgasm, and she does. And I was shocked. Why, why are we shocked? She mentions this. She does this on every podcast she's interviewed on, that she has an orgasm, which is why he asked her to do it, because she mentioned that she always does it. Right. And then they're shocked. It's so amazing. It's like, no, she she does this all the time. It's not that impressive. She was pretty good at it. Um, all right. So then this is more of this buildup. You don't want to miss this. I, I, I'm very grateful that she did this. I think everyone is going to get a kick out of this. It was just. Yeah, you I, do not want to miss this. I don't care what you need to do. You need to listen intently and, and just get to this point because you're not going to experience something like this in a, in a long time after that. It's at the end of the second episode. So just listen all the way through. You're gonna. It's a great buildup. Um, it's not a great buildup. What are they talking about? So this is the what they're talking about this whole time. It's like this thing is going to happen. It's 90 minutes away. You have to listen to all this boring conversation between these nobodies. But in 90 minutes, you're going to hear this woman have an orgasm. Um, this is at the five minute mark. This is all they're talking about. To start right. the show. Here's the five minute mark. We're still talking about it. And you can't you can't really like escape from this because we had to keep look, looking at each other because we were recording it. So it was just one of those things that once you once you get on the ride, you can't get off. Like on a roller coaster, <laughs> like you you know you, you you feel yourself going up 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 up, and you know you're gonna have that sick stomach feeling going down, but you cannot get off. And, and that's what this was like for me at least. Oh my gosh, the buildup of this. You would think this was something that would be written about for years to come. The historians will look back at and say, this is when, no, fuck that Barack Obama was on WTF. This is what put <laughs> podcasting on the map, was this interview with a phone sex operator done by Sex Talk with my mom. Um, here is at the seven minute mark. So this podcast hasn't even gotten started yet. The whole point of the podcast is to interview this woman. They're still just talking about talking to her. Here's the seven-minute mark. I've never experienced anything like this. My friend goes to a, a, a topless beach with her son and takes her top off, and I'm freaking out that she could take her top off in front of her son. But meanwhile, I'm listening to a phone sex operator have an orgasm with you. Oh, she's Again, she's pretending to be so intrigued and amazed by this, and that's nonsense. Because they do a podcast about sex talk with each other. Right. It's the whole point of the show. I'm sorry. I'm not letting you get anything in Edgewise. Did you want to no. give a comment about I, the topless I, No, I pulled that clip too, but not for the same reason. I just pulled it because it was like tomato, tomato. It's, they're both gross. Right. Both things are gross. Right. I know. She's trying to make it seem like, wow. I mean, those people are outrageous. What yeah. we do is no. All right. So then um, this is at the end of the interview of part one. So now we're 45 minutes into the podcast. They start teasing the orgasm again. How exciting. All right. Listen to episode two. It really is when it gets heated up. And you get to hear that live demonstration of a real live orgasm. My Lord. <laughs> Bye. Love y'all. Ugh, I hate that sign off. Love y'all. Oh, God. <laughs> You're so angry about it. I do not like... I, all right. So... I, I don't understand why there's so much buildup, so many teases going on. They start the second part. So this is a whole new podcast. And here is the 10th time, to my count, that they're teasing this orgasm. 
listen to the very end, there will be enough. If you don't listen to the end, you are going to be sadly missing out. Yes. On a very, very explicit situation. Okay, you got that, Jen? We're going to be listening to a very explicit. You don't want to miss this. Well, they need to tease it at least one more time because people might not get to the end. So here's another fucking tease. And to continue on with what they're going to hear in this episode, basically she goes through what a typical phone sex call sounds like, how phone sex has affected her relationship with her husband, her relationship to threesomes, and the different types of female orgasms, which leads us to the culminating event. The big O. The big O. You get to hear the big O. She really has a real O. Yes, so stay tuned. You're going to love it. Wait a second. You can't not. This woman's going to have an orgasm on the show. I wish they would have told me that. That sounds amazing. They're really describing this as if they hadn't already been talking about it. I know. For the last 15 fucking minutes of the show, that's all they've talked about. And that's all we're talking about now. Now my show's ruined because this show sucks so bad. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, there are parts of it that I agree. They're, it's not... All right, hold on. Let me, let me just get through my whole thing here, okay. and, then, and then I'll let you have your piece, but... So we finally get, this is the big moment. So we're 90 minutes in on these two shows, and finally, here is what we've all been anticipating. We can't wait for this amazing moment. I'm already so turned on. It won't take much. Okay. Are you ready, Kim? Yeah. Boring. So that was the big thing that we all had to get excited about. I love uh, Cam there, the the co-host. She's trying to get him into it, and he's like, yep. (laughs) It obviously wasn't that exciting. (laughs) And then she has an orgasm, and now they have to talk about it afterwards, too. Here's some reminiscing about what just happened. I love it. I I mean, I don't even know what to say anymore, okay? That was just the most bizarre thing ever. It was pretty remarkable. Um, I hope it didn't disappoint because we were building it up. Yes. I'm hoping that people understood how bizarre that was for the two of us to be looking at each other listening to that. Yeah, we get it. We fucking get it. And it wasn't that bizarre. You were talking to a phone sex operator. This is what she does. Right. That is what she does. Hold on, Jed. There's one more time they have to talk about this fucking orgasm again. They have to talk about how amazing that was. In real time. Yes. It, was enter- it was entertaining, actually, to hear her. I mean, what kind of noises were that? She was making some really squeaky little noises. She ended up tweeting, and I'm, this is what I'm searching for right now. I'm looking for the tweet. She talks about her orgasm on her show. Really? And, and then she says that it was, was the it fastest she's ever, she's ever come in a long time. <laughs> it was the fastest she's ever come in a long time. Uh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. That story checks out. Jen, I found the whole format of the show to be so enraging. The fact that these two narcissists have to talk about how amazing their interview is going to be and how awesome they are, building up to this boring interview that goes on way too long. Right. They could have cut a lot of that shit out. I didn't think the interview was all that boring. I actually liked Chloe. Okay. I thought she was kind of interesting. Yep. Um, I'm not crazy about Karen Lee. She is... Karen Lee is hateable. And I'll, yeah. I'll go into, I have a whole saga on that, too, but I'll let you... 
And Got she, a couple words in edgewise here. I'm not claiming to have a great broadcasting voice, but she has a really terrible broadcasting voice. Oh, yeah. She's got um, that Chicago accent that's really obnoxious. It's really nasal. Mm-hmm. But by the end of it all, I kind of liked Cam. Okay. so he, he didn't bother me as much. and So this is them, again, it's a lot of buildup. A lot of the clips I have is I'm talking about what's going to happen. This is how unaware Karen Lee is. They have a pretty mundane conversation with someone who does phone sex on Friday nights. And listen to how she describes it. And uh, she is a racy one. Buckle your seatbelts for that roller coaster ride you're about to go on. Did you find this interview to be a roller coaster ride, Jen? Not a roller coaster ride, probably. <laughs> no, definitely not. Maybe a tilt a whirl. <laughs> a tilt a whirl that breaks halfway through. Well, yeah, it makes you a little nauseous. Jen, what do you want to play? I, I've well, been playing all the clips. As long as you're talking about the Friday night thing. Yes. Play track uh, nine. It's Cam is that type of guy. All right. And I do think that there's a certain type of guy that generally calls a phone sex operator. So, except for maybe the wham bam, thank you, ma'am. But those a lot of times are like drunk guys after the bar, didn't get laid. Just oh, they wow. just want to get off. They don't want to. They don't want to get off by themselves. So, what are your hours? <laughs> um, well, actually, I'm down to just taking calls on Friday right now. I thought it was so creepy that he. <laughs> so, so what are hours like? Just for, I'm asking for a friend. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> um, Cam, if you heard in that clip, he, he goes, oh, wow. And then during the organ, he's like, huh? Uh, he makes yeah. all of these little noises throughout the I interview. Know. And it's a lot of like, he says, oh, wow, wow. And he's like, hmm, hmm. It's one of those things that people who are bad at interviewing do to make he it. Does, he does this too. Ah. All right. So here's my um, <laughs> compilation of Cam's noises. And mind you, this is only from part one. So it's not even the entire interview. It's just a lot of him going, oh, oh, because he's like a cuck on this show. His mom runs this show. Oh, man. And he can get a word in from time to time, but not very often. It's, it's the Karen Lee show. Well, it, yeah. And, okay. <laughs> the way she talks to him is is pretty sickening. It's You're right. kind of gross. If you play track five. Yep. Just, this was just really quick, but it's just an inappropriate mom question. Her voice is particularly sexy. That's cool. Yes. So this episode... you think you have a sexy voice? Mm. <laughs> ah, made me laugh. Like, no, Mom. <laughs> Mom. Yeah, but I feel like you're you're falling for the whole cheesy gimmick of this show, that that's funny just because it's the mom talking to the son. Like, that's their whole universe. That's, that's the only reason why these people exist, is for this one gimmick. Right, and... But it's still interesting to me because it's so bizarre okay it's so weird i i don't find it that bizarre weird and it I, did make me feel like it did make me like cringe a little bit and okay. there were definitely parts where i was like why are they talking about this but parts of the interview with that woman chloe yes were actually i was kind of finding myself listening to it and actually listening to it rather than listening for things i could pull for so this is what i was trying to figure out because i don't listen to any of these sex podcasts sex talk it's never sexy 
It's never interesting. Well, it didn't make me feel sexy. No, definitely not. <laughs> so listen to this track. This is straight out of the interview. This is the conversation going on with this phone sex operator. No, no. Um, actually, a fetish by definition is a displacement of a displacement away from from the genitals to something else. Wow. So uh, you know, and it's always been <laughs> tied really closely to psychology. It comes from like the late 1800s when psychology was just kind of starting. They used fetishes to kind of define atypical sexuality. And hmm. and so there was always kind of a negative connotation with it. And, uh, you know, it was considered a type of uh, insanity or depravity, you know, something that was um, a negative. And it's just kind of like our views and psychology's views of fetishes have slowly evolved over time. Who is this show for? Why am I learning about the psychology of fetishes? Who gives a shit? It's a sex show. It is a sex show. It's, I, I don't understand who is listening to this. And the other thing that she gets into is how to become a phone sex operator. Remember that part of the show? Uh, yes. And this part, it doesn't make any sense to me because again, do we ask how to become a phone sex operator? This is not a business people are trying to get into or have a hard time with. Here, here's uh. <laughs> Here's Chloe giving her professional opinion on how to get into this biz. There's a, a PSO forum site. It's called Text Delicious. And I always recommend it if anybody's getting into it. It has absolutely every piece of current advice you would ever want on being a phone sex operator. It's how I found my job. It's how I recommend other girls do it, too. So, hmm. Oh, <laughs> is anyone listening to the show looking for advice on how to become a phone sex operator? I guarantee you that. Listen, just because you don't aspire to be a phone sex I don't. operator I don't. I'm a doesn't cam mean there aren't people out there that don't want to be. I'm a cam girl all the way. The phone sex operator, that's old-fashioned, man. Yeah, but it's good old-fashioned phone sex. That's what they say. I don't know why you like this so much. I, I cannot figure listen, this out. This is so bizarre. I didn't love it. <laughs> I liked it. I feel like you're, back, you're backtracking Not backtracking. I listened to a couple other episodes there was one where he had his friend lexi on and she talked about the worst date she ever had okay that was fun and it was fun because she was really good like i okay. feel like it largely depends on their guests because oh yeah definitely because those these two people are boring okay well so play track three mother son oral sex we lesson. interviewed nina hartley in person all three of us together in our hotel room and let's just say she started teaching me how to make out with an earlobe yeah, she was trying to explain to you how to perform oral sex by using... Oh, no, that was kissing. And later on, she tried to explain to you how to give oral sex by using your hand. How to use oral sex. Like, <laughs> I, know. I hate her voice. Yeah. But I did go and try, try to listen to that episode with Nina Hartley. Okay. And I couldn't get through that one. Because no. Nina Hartley is kind of unlistenable. Okay. Oh, really? A, a washed-up porn star isn't interesting to listen to? Yeah, no shit. Hey, I You're mean, better seen and not heard, porn star. Well, or, or <laughs> yeah, or not seen either, because she's pretty old. Oh, she looks terrible. Oh, I haven't looked her I, up. I looked her up. I looked up Karen Lee, and oh, yeah. she is really good-looking. Her voice is... I can't believe that voice comes out of her, because she sounds like she's 80, but she really is a good-looking woman. All right. Can we talk about Karen Lee? Yes, I'd love to talk about Karen Lee. Okay. So, <laughs> first off, it's the way this show is set up is that here you have this guy, Cam, who's a stand-up comedian. Right? Self-proclaimed. Well, he, he is a stand-up comedian. But that's how they describe it. Right. So, he's, he's a stand-up comedian. <laughs> right. 
And um, so it's just, hey, you know, my mom's the sex expert. I'm a stand-up comedian. We'll do a show together is what you would think. You're like, oh, okay, that's an interesting premise. No. The fact that Cam's mom is a cougar and loves talking about sex is his only identity in the world. I went and found stand-up routines Aww. by Cam Poder. And oh, I hope he's good. <laughs> Spoiler alert. So check this out. This is, this is what Cam's stand-up is. I came across an incredible book recently. Oh, hold on. I should set this up. So the, the sound quality is garbage. It's a, it's a YouTube video. But he, he gets up there, and the first thing he does is he pulls a book out of his pants and holds it up for everyone. Okay, so that, that's the visual here. Here you go. Okay. I came across an incredible book recently. Uh, <laughs> it's completely changed the way I have sexual intercourse. <laughs> It's called A Cougar's Guide to Getting Your Ass Back Out There. It's absolutely phenomenal. And it's written by a woman named Karen Lee Poder, who is my mother. So this is, his stand-up is also based only on the premise of this show. Well, this guy's only shtick is that his mom is Karen Lee Poder. But he's got to laugh to keep from crying. You All right. know? I mean, All what right. are you going to do? Well, he could fucking write original jokes and be a fucking stand-up like a normal stand-up does. All right, so here's... <laughs> he actually... One of his routines I was watching, all he talked about was that Nina Hartley episode. Like, that was his whole routine. Was his? It's all he talks about is, is this podcast. Because isn't it crazy that there was a porn star and my mom and the porn star was there? It's like, no, that's the whole fucking premise of your show. Of course that's going to happen. All right. So anyway, I just, I, I, you're feeling bad. I can tell. I'm not you're feeling, feeling bad. bad for Cam. But here's more of Cam's stand up. Mm. I just want to play this because obviously he set up his whole show with, by the way, my mom is this woman who does this. Right. But it's not just that. Listen to this. I, I think this is all made much worse by the fact that my mother is a sex expert. A sex expert. Boring. I'm not kidding. She has a YouTube channel where, where she posts videos about her philosophy on love, which can be summed up pretty succinctly. It's have sex as much as humanly possible. What a story, Mark. So, I mean, what's the interesting part? And she had the gall to ask me if I would promote her YouTube channel tonight. That's fascinating. Please go on. There's yeah. been no laughs. What do you mean? I'm, None. I'm, you know, on, on the one hand, I'm thinking. Be more funny. What? No, I'm not going to promote and plug your YouTube channel about sex and relationships in my stand-up. Time to quit talking. But on the other hand, she did offer me $50 if I mentioned YouTube.com slash Love Encore. Epic fail. So that's this entire world is just this. Wow, my mom is a cougar who talks about sex a lot. It is. So let's get into Karen Lee. Okay. I would classify her as hateable. She's a narcissist. Even when they're doing a commercial read, she has to make it about her. Each and every therapist has at least a master's degree, which is what I have, and has completed over 3,000 hours of supervised work. So yeah. they're talking about Talkspace.com, <laughs> online therapy, and they have this whole read that they do every episode. And one of the, the jokes is, you know, I love a bargain, Bob. <laughs> you sure do. 
Like, what? <laughs> but anyway, then she goes, each of these people have their master's degree, like I do. Who gives? She makes everything about her. She every does. single thing. And, and I'm, I do want to get into the saga of making everything about her. So here is, um, this is how you know that these people are amateur broadcasters. They're interviewing this Chloe Love person and immediately have to talk, start talking about themselves when Chloe answers a question. So yeah, have you had some very weird, weird conversations? Yes. yes. <laughs> way, way, yeah. Way weirder than I ever expected. So yeah, because um, Cam and I have had some really weird um, requests and conversations. And when I say weird, I'm not judging. I'm just saying weird. I would also I like, like, I like weird. So yeah, yeah, weird is different and we're different uh-huh. is good. I I actually go ahead. I Sorry, tend Kate. not to have these requ- requests. <laughs> it's usually you that that gets the requests. Oh me? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I get really strange. <laughs> oh my gosh! I mean, we've talked about this several times. Some of the things that some men want to do, and and the things that they send me. You know, I mean, it's sure. like I don't need to wake up in the morning to see a giant penis in my face. You know. <laughs> so they're interviewing this woman. She's not even able to get a word in because they're talking about their own thing that they have going on. This is the funniest thing to me that I heard. And this is supposed to be a comedy show, right? There's a Santa comedian on it. Right. This to me was definitely the funniest thing. They're interviewing a woman who's a phone sex operator because she's a phone sex operator. And then they ask this question. Um, You know, people get married for the right. People get married for the wrong reasons. Do you have any questions for us? Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any questions for us? Karen Lee, we're going to make it about you. She's like, we've been talking about you way too fucking long, bitch. Let's get back to how. So Karen Lee thinks that she is a celebrity. She is uh, very much a narcissist. And I have some uh, some clips on that. So, again, just cannot stop making it about herself. Really? I've had my YouTube channel for three years. This is that's during the interview. Um, this is a clip that I call "Me Too." I'm really open. I always have been, um, just very sexual in nature, and so people kind me of know too, that they Chloe. can tell me anything. Yeah, yeah. You so know, I think everybody asks me, that. When, "When? How did that happen?" I don't know. It just you I know, don't know how you just it's how you're wired. By the way, when somebody says everyone keeps asking me that, no one's ever asked her that. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> That's in your own head. People always ask me, how are you so fabulous and amazing? And I, I just don't have an answer for them. It's just how I was born, I guess. I'm just amazing. Well, I did pull a clip that is right along this. Okay, great. So, okay. So track eight, it's called Foot Fetish. Yes. It's interesting because I, I wrote actually a five-part series on foot fetishes. It's by far, hands down, the most common fetish. Interesting. Right? I, I had a couple guys wanting to see pictures of my feet. Yep. So again... <laughs> Again, it's about, you know, she's trying to talk about something that she's an expert on. She's actually, you know, written all this stuff about foot fetishes. And Karen Lee just immediately, she cannot help herself. Like, oh, yeah, you know, guys like my feet. Like, whatever. And you know what? Not for nothing. She is, for a 58-year-old woman, she's done a very good job of maintaining herself. But she's not an attractive female. Can we can we well, all not, agree that this is not... personality-wise. Well, not, not anyway. <laughs> All right, so here's a clip that I just simply call Karen Lee is a narcissist. I would have been like, I want to put those probes on your your scrotum. Right, (laughs) right. But, I mean, you don't see you'd be good at phone sex. Oh, no, I'd be great. Are you kidding me? (laughs) And that's that's who makes money, the dominatrix. They make a lot of money. No problem with that one. 
So the woman says, you'd make a good phone sex ever. She's like, well, yeah, of course I would. I'm amazing at everything. She what wouldn't, you... she wouldn't though, because her she voice would. is like. She wouldn't, and she would make it about her. Probably. <laughs> um, She'd probably be hanging up on the people. That's all right. I'm done. See ya. I, I pulled that same <laughs> clip. But, all right. So right yeah. after that, I um, they start talking about, in the aftermath, you know, they had to talk about what they talked about on the show. Right. So they revisit this fact that she would be uh, this amazing um, phone sex operator. How did you like the fact that she said you would be a good phone sex operator because of your dominatrix qualities? I, I tend to agree with her. No shit, Sherlock! No shit! <laughs> no shit, Sherlock! No fucking shit, Sherlock! Yeah, no kidding. You agree with her that you'd be good at something? Well, you know. She's so happy about that. Cam's asking the tough questions. Yeah, right. Um, if you play track seven, there's another example of really great interviewing skills he has. It's called Chloe, who pick. are these guys sending you dick pics? Mostly it's my Twitter followers. Ah. <laughs> ah. Ah. Ah, she, she talks about so chloe love talks about how she once received 43 dick pics in one day that's her record and she says that guys will send pictures for different reasons right because they they think that she's an expert on i guess penises i don't know whatever well, i'm sure she's seen quite a few right she had uh she says guys will send a dick pic with the question is this small and it's funny because that's my exact technique that's exactly how I did it. <laughs> I felt like I was a little ripped off there. How does that work out for you? It never works out well. <laughs> well, if you play drag six, yes. this is, this I thought was one of the, oh, so awkward. Cam's mom asks if he has an issue with his penis size. All right. Cam, I tell them flat Cam, out. Do you know? have this issue with penis size? Not really. I kind of got over the insecurity when I was younger. I, I, I have no idea. I, I feel like. It's just going to remain the same. It's kind of looked the same all my life. So I don't know if it's going to, it's not changing anytime soon. So Yeah, accept it. Yeah, Chloe Love is just like, yeah, just accept it, your micropenis. Well, like, so, poor guy. We don't know if it's big or small. But this is, this is the, the problem I have with this show is that there's never an attempt at humor. Your mom asks you about your penis size. There's at least 13 built-in jokes to that. Right. You could easily come up with a quip. And this guy just answers it honestly and earnestly, and you're so fucking boring. That's not a show. That's not what shows are. All right, I didn't even mention this yet, Jen, but do you know what the actual title of this podcast is? It's not Sex Talk with My Mom. Do you know what it is? No. All right. The actual title of this show is Sex Talk with My Mom, a comedy talk show inspired by Howard Stern, Joe Rogan, Tim Ferriss, Bill Burr, and Sex with Emily. That's the name of this fucking show. No, I didn't read that. Yeah. I ran out of time. It, if it's inspired by those things, it missed the mark. Well, yeah. It did. Pretty fucking far. Um, well, I have, yeah, go ahead. But the way I kind of felt about it, and maybe, I don't know, I did enjoy it, but it was almost like watching The Room. The movie The Room. Yes. He made that as a serious, dramatic film, but now it's like this cult classic. It's a comedy. People laugh at it. It's like rocking They're laughing at show. him, not with him. Right. I'm laughing at them. Okay. So you So you like this show because you think it's terrible, is what you're saying. Because that's not the way you set this up to begin with. Well, no. And I I like them because I think they're terrible. But I actually like the interview with Chloe. I thought it was interesting. Okay. So because... Not because of them. Because the title of their podcast shoehorns in a bunch of popular shows that are good, they they get found by people who are searching for things. So I was looking at their reviews on iTunes 
And there's one that came in back in uh, July of 2017. Better than Howard Stern, five stars. And by the way, then is spelled T-H-E-N. Better than Howard Stern, this fucking brainiac. Mm, I hate that. All caps. I love this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) When I searched for Howard Stern and didn't find any actual Stern works, I was just a little disappointed. Dummy, Howard Stern doesn't have a podcast. If you're searching for him on iTunes, you're not going to find it. Right. Uh, undeterred, I decided to give Cam and his awesome mother a shot. Man, was I impressed. The quality of content is on par with the best of the best. The intellectual conversation about so much more than just sex promises to keep all listeners entertained. What? (laughs) I called the show's hotline to personally thank them. I was surprised to receive a text from Cam himself, eagerly trying to connect with a fan. The Sex Talk with My Mom podcast team really takes everything to the next level so here's this fucking dummy who listened to this show looking for howard stern right these people couldn't interview a phone sex operator and make her interesting they made it about themselves i listen to howard stern i do i listened to him talk to just recently dennis leary he would talk to robert plant um kid rock you know what howard never does make it about himself and yet howard stern is a celebrity with a very interesting life that he could make it about himself, and he doesn't, because he's a professional. Well, he he just, makes the subject the subject. He makes way more money than these two, though. Yeah, I know. He's really <laughs> good at what he does. And this fucking ass clown on iTunes thinks that these guys are better than Howard Stern. Well, fucking retard. That's not the podcast's fault. <laughs> it kind of <laughs> is, because they put Howard Stern in the title of it. Listen, I can see that you're angry. I'm very upset. You're so mad. I wasn't going to be this upset, and then you had to go on and, and say, oh, I like the show. I listened to a bunch of episodes. What? <laughs> I've been pulling my hair out over here. I mentioned that they do a lot of setups and teases for what's going to come. Here's just an example of that. Them talking about what you're about to hear. Okay, so for this episode, for part one, we talk a lot about how Chloe became a phone sex operator, what it, what is required to become a phone sex operator, operator, what are the skills, the different types of calls she receives. Um, we dive into my mother's favorite topic, which is penis size. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the importance of it. And we spend a lot of time talking about fetishes. Oh, yeah. She knows a lot. I really, really tune into the foot fetish thing. Well, I'm not going to give anything away. I'm not going to give anything away? <laughs> that's all they if we had gotten to the point where the orgasm happened, it would have been interesting. But that's all they do is give shit away. So this actually falls under our new segment here on WATP that we call No Shit Sherlock. Okay, wait. You're ruining all that whole episode. You're all the spoiler alert. No shit, Sherlock! No shit! No shit, Sherlock! That's all this show is, is just ruining what's going to happen. And it's not even going to be interesting. Oh, coming up, we're going to talk to Chloe Love. We're going to talk about uh, how fetishes are described by psychologists in the 1800s. (laughs) Give a fuck! Uh, Maybe the other episodes are better. Well, I doubt you'd think they were. I doubt it. (laughs) I doubt it, too. Um, I have... uh, more teasing, and this is, once again, Karen Lee making it about herself. So you got to listen to part two. She talks all about these tips for dirty talking, role-playing, 
That's uh, a good one because I do get a lot of questions like that on my YouTube channel. About oh, and how she goes into work. detail. She, she explains it. Yes. Oh, it's always about her and her fucking YouTube channel. Well, when you when you bring it to light like that. <laughs> it's out of control, this woman. <laughs> she is out of control. Um, so I have uh, a track on here. This is from part two. This is the uh, episode 22. And uh, Cam wants to apologize in advance. So I want to apologize to all of our listeners in advance. Okay. I, if you're expecting me to talk dirty, it's not. It it it, it didn't happen well, this time. Maybe the next time we have a phone sex operator on the line. Okay. <laughs> what world are these people living in? Sorry, I didn't talk dirty, Cam. Nobody wants to hear you talk, let alone talk dirty. Poor Cam. Poor Cam. He's got that mom. Uh, he now does he, have that mom. But you know what? Without that mom, mom, he would have no stand-up routine, no podcast, no identity in life. His mom is everything. Uh, and then he says something that's just so annoying. I don't think he said this to be a joke. But um, just so you know, podcasts, you download and then you listen through from start to finish. So if you're just tuning in, this is the second episode of a two-part series with an interview with Chloe Love, who is a phone sex operator. Nobody is just tuning in. That's all you guys have been talking about. I swear to God, 53% of this show is talking about what's going on on this show. If they stripped all of that off, you could just have an interview with a phone sex operator. It could have been one episode, not two. You wouldn't have had to fucking ruin the orgasm thing by talking about it ad nauseum. <laughs> I invite the listeners of WATP to check out. They have a hotline they invite you to call into. Um, here, here's a clip where they're promoting that. Okay. Well, I hope you all loved it. And please call into that hotline and let us know if you've had experience with phone sex operators, if it's been a good thing, bad thing, if you learned anything from this podcast, and if you have any questions, because we would love to answer them, it's 323-472-4237. Call in, and it's all anonymous. It's all anonymous. 323-472-4237. Please call them. Leave them a voicemail. Let them know what you think. And if you send me the audio of that, we'll definitely play it here on, on WATP. I invite our, our listeners to check that out. You um, need to cam, though. What's that? I said, be nice to Cam. Be nice to Cam. That poor guy. Jen from the Jingles Department is a big fan of Cam Potter. I just feel bad for the guy. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I wish everybody could see Carl right now, though, because I feel like his head is going to pop off of his body. He's so mad. So this this is the super intelligent phone sex operator giving you some advice that you would not know just from being a person in the world kind of you get these trigger statements in phone sex where a guy will repeat something over and over and i've learned that that's kind of what they want from you that's like them giving you a clue oh that's giving me a clue yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah i've got a raging clue right now she says if a guy repeats over and over again that's giving you a clue no that's telling you that's not a clue <laughs> if i repeat something over and over again about the new drone that i want uh, that means I want the new drone. It's not a clue. I'm not dropping a fucking hint. Enough about the drone. All right. Fair enough. Jen, you have some more uh, clips on here. Is there anything else that you wanted to touch on? I've no. totally stolen the show from you. I'm going to get a lot of hate mail. You are not. About how I, wasn't, I didn't allow you to speak at all. That's okay. This is all you. What, all what right. do we got? What it's do we got? Show. No, I, just, I, don't, I don't know. They're just... 
It, we don't have to play them. <laughs> I don't want to play them. Oh, no. Oh, I should have let you go first. I feel like I've ruined your whole like take on this show. You were going to talk about how, oh, look at how uncomfortable this is. Oh, they're talking about sex. That's, that's his mom. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I was going to say exactly. I knew it. No. I knew it. No. And, it, and I think that you can tell from the clips that you played how uncomfortable it is. I don't think I need to drive that point home. All right. Fair enough. So a um, couple of things that I wanted to talk about on today's show Last week, we reviewed a podcast called Come Town. And uh, do you remember that episode, Come Town? I do. Okay. So Come Town is an extremely popular podcast that Andy and I were a little bit befuddled by. We couldn't figure out why it was so popular because it seemed uh, less than professional. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I did post our show in the subreddit of Come Town, and I just wanted to read you some of the responses we got from the Come Boys, who are the fans of that show. So you know the way that Reddit works. Yes. You put it at your post in there, people up or down vote it. So this is the one at the very top that's got upvoted the most. Your podcast is horrible and you shouldn't have posted it here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was number one. Um, so the overarching theme of the feedback on this is that there's some inside joke to come town that we just did not get. Okay. Because apparently we were taking it too literally when they were talking about butt sex and whatever else they were talking about. It's mostly butt sex. But, uh, here's a comment. What a waste of bandwidth. How are these guys so devoid of irony and it's not a bit. <laughs> it's hilarious how much they take at face value was a response to that. And then someone responds to those two and says, if you can't see why the riff on Adam getting fucked at the rodeo is funny, I don't even know what to tell you. Oh. <laughs> I was, I'm so, I'm still confused. I'm trying to understand why this, I mean, I've, I've actually talked to friends who've told me they're huge come town fans. I'm like, really? really? I'm like what, what, how am I missing this? I don't understand it at all. Just a few more comments I wanted to get to. I genuinely enjoyed listening to that. Their weird insistence on missing the joke with Cometown clips played over it was like some kind of really good Cometown remix. What if they did this every week like SportsCenter? Uh, here's a, a comment. Damn, that hotline bit sucked. Oh, sorry, Andy. Uh, here's a comment that came in. These guys are so retarded, it's actually pretty funny. Plus, there's a nice Stav laugh, laugh track. I always say Stav laugh. Stav laugh track. Uh, That's a nice compliment. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, no one cares about your gay-ass new male podcast. What? Yeah, that, that's funny. Uh, here's one. Uh, laugh my fucking ass off. I was just about to post this. My favorite thing is that they just described the entire point of the show from a negative standpoint. It's shitty. The point is that it's shitty. It's a cum podcast. That, I can, <laughs> I, I can stand by that. Yeah. That, that, I was just like, yeah, that's a good point. It is a cum podcast. I guess I should have known. Uh, and then this is a comment that I thought was funny, but got almost no upvotes. So the, the cum boys do not, but let's be honest here, guys. I highly doubt they are even gay with their dad. <laughs> what? <laughs> Cause cum town's all about being gay with your dad, according to, uh, uh okay. one of the hosts. All right. So I wanted to get that out of the way. It's fun, fun stuff. Uh, they were not thrilled with WATP's take on cum town. Apparently we missed the joke. We don't get it. Yeah. I didn't get it either. I didn't get it. Um, all right, let's talk about our iTunes page. We've been getting some reviews lately. This one came in on October 24th. This is in Canada. 
spoiler alert, it's these fucking asshats and everyone has a podcast. <laughs> this fucking, these fucking guys. Um, so the subject line is a great concept executed abysmally. I really like the concept on paper. Upon listening, it becomes immediately obvious that the hosts are devoid of any comedic inclination or conversational prowess. That's a fucking mouthful right there. Holy shit. What could have been a platform to savagely roast a podcast in a redeeming manner is instead a show that aspires to be the antithesis of the podcast they critique. How do you roast someone in a redeeming manner? I know. Exactly. That was like their whole the whole beef was like, I thought you guys were going to roast us in a, in a funny way, but instead you just ripped us apart. Like That's what a roast that's is. That's what it is, you fucking dummies. All right. The result is a terrible show taking pot shots and edited clips of other shows that they deem terrible. Don't waste your time. When there are comment sections out there that would fill your need in a better fashion than the drivel that is being offered here. Man, we really butthurt these fucking guys. That Why is, did they even... They asked us to do their I show. I know they did. I, I know. Fucking talk about not getting the joke. Um, and I, then, don't, I don't understand why they put it themselves out there because you may have never even found that podcast anyway. No, I definitely would have never found that podcast. It's <laughs> right. not a podcast people know about or talk about right. or that is a popular. They don't have a subreddit. All right. They're not come town. <laughs> Thank God for that. Uh, then we got some new reviews that came in from Great Britain that I wanted to share with you. Uh, this is back on October 5th. Seems pretty mean-spirited, one star. You think? <laughs> <laughs> I think Jenna actually uh, witnessed that today. I don't know why that would be something to rate it on. That's just the topic of the show. You, you know, know those I mean? nitpicking top ten reasons why this thing sucks articles? This is the podcast equivalent of those. I hope for their sake that it's just an act and that the host put it on for the show. Your time is too valuable for this. What? It's just an act. I actually love all of the podcasts that we listen to. They're all amazing. Uh, I just broke the fourth wall. And then uh, here's another one that came in October 15th. Love the show. Five stars. Keep up the good work. These shows need calling out on their stupidity, especially anyone named Carl. <laughs> well, they so, did get that joke. At least. Yeah, at least, at least someone's <laughs> understanding this stuff. Um, so that, that's what's going on across the pond, as they say. Uh, I do have one other thing I want to comment on. This is in the U.S. We got a five-star review. Definitely appreciate that back on November 8th. And I just want to, you know, I don't read the five-star reviews, but I wanted to point something out that this person wrote. For what it's worth, this podcast sounds fine to me with overcast voice boost and smart speed on. No complaints about audio from me. Boom! That is the very, very first time someone has actually said that the show doesn't sound like shit. And I just want to do a victory lap right now around my setup here, which won't take very long. It's not a big setup. <laughs> it's small. And I'm back. Um, but mm. listen, I get a lot of shit for how the show sounds. People are not thrilled with the uh, production quality. And I, I will tell you, I work on it. I'm trying. Trying to make it better. So That's all we can ask. Lo- love the feedback, everybody. Well, but I'm, real, I just, I'm real proud of you. I, ha- I had to read that one. Because that was a fucking first. <laughs> oh man, there's so many, so many things to get to. Have I, have I talked about all the stuff I wanted to talk about? I couldn't possibly tell you. I mean, I, I could, I could mention this. Uh, Andy was on the show last week. He brought in a clip that we never got to. And going back to the, uh, the British gentleman who talked about people named Carl, Andy pulled a clip from Harmontown, and again, Dan Harmon. Loves riffing with the name Carl. <laughs> so uh, Andy uh, edited this together and put this. It seems like a, a much longer story, but here's the edited version. I'm drunk. Were you being arrested? 
no, because I'm the fucking Teflon drunk, man. I was like, I saw the cop. I pulled over, got out of the car. He came roaring up. What were you doing? Not driving. That's what counts. And he said, oh, yeah, where are you going? I said, I'm coming from a friend's. And he said, what, who, who, what's your friend? I said, Carl? And he's like, where's Carl live? I said, I don't know, I'm drunk. Can't remember where Carl lives. I just know I wasn't driving and I walked. He said, what if I said I saw you driving? I'd say, I don't know, I'm drunk. I, I, I just came from Carl's. And he said, what if I went up to every one of these houses and knocked on it and asked for Carl? I'd say, at that point, who's winning? <laughs> so again, just... The name Carl thrown into any story makes it hilarious. It is hilarious. What? The name Carl. How dare you? How dare you? Always on the lookout for the name Carl being the punchline. I don't know how that has happened, but it is everywhere. It really is. It's fucking weird. Um, All right. You should be proud of that, too. Well, we've gotten to the point of the show. Do you know what point we've gotten to, Jen? I do, I do, I know. That's right, Jen. It is time for next week's teaser. This is a part in the show where we do something that I was just pissed off about for the last 45 minutes. We tease what we'll be talking about in next week's episode. I was just going to say, maybe you can show us the right way to do a teaser. This is how you actually do a tease, <laughs> okay. people, okay? I'm not going to give away the jokes that we're going to tell, because I don't know them yet. And there <laughs> might not be any. Uh, but what I what I do is, I pull a clip from the podcast we'll be reviewing next week, and I do that just to whet the appetite, right? Just to tickle the scrotum a little bit. Ugh. Why do you even like this show? I don't know. <laughs> you seem turned off by everything we're doing. <laughs> well, just that. <laughs> well, maybe that's why the uh, Jingles Department has been missing in action for so long. Uh, I know. We gotta get uh, we gotta get a new moniker aside from bag slappers. You do. Yeah. I need some fodder for some. Songs. Well, I mean, you could you could read through our dozens and dozens of one star reviews on iTunes. I'm sure there's. Plenty of things that you could latch onto. I'm afraid of what I'd see. Aside from bag slapping. Um, all right. Well, here's a clip from the podcast we'll be re- reviewing next week. Oh, and we're going to use like a uh, pseudonym of you for you, yes. right? Yeah. Yeah. What What do you want us to call you? <laughs> Dr. Pepsi. Dr. Okay. Pepsi. Dr. Pepsi. All right, Dr. Pepsi. Uh, <laughs> I've been waiting for this day since I was like 12 to have somebody call me Dr. Pepsi. Was that like your <laughs> that AIM my, screen name? A, my first AOL name was Pepsi. One, number mm-hmm. one, because Pepsi was already taken. And I misspelled <laughs> Pepsi with an IE, so it was Pepsi with an IE. And then I had to come up with a story to explain. Like, you know, adorable. I know how Pepsi's spelled. Yeah. I just wanted to be different. All right. This is a show called What's Your Problem? We'll be listening to episode eight, My Own Worst Enemy with Dr. Pepsi from September 20th of 2017. This is a listener suggestion from a cumboy. I had a uh, cumboy reach out to me and say, you guys don't get it, but hey, here, check out this podcast. So, oh, uh, nice. so Daniel uh, sent us in this suggestion and actually suggested we listen to either episode 8 or episode 10. Yeah, it's like an olive branch. He thought those were pretty good. So, uh, so we'll be listening to this. Here's the description of what's your problem. People send us their weird or depressing personal problems, and we give them terrible advice or make fun of them. No personal growth allowed. Uh, so that is the description of the show. I like it. Seems like a fun premise. Doctor Pepsi. Yeah, I know. I know that that didn't get off to a, a good start. Huh. You know, here's what I do. 
I get these podcast suggestions. <laughs> I listened to the podcast. There was one that somebody sent me that was called Depressed Not Dead. And it's a, a, a single person on there talking about his depression and how he's suicidal. That sounds hilarious. Oh, my God. It's not supposed to be funny. <laughs> I'm sure not. And I was listening. I listened to the first five or seven minutes of it. And I'm like, there's no way we can have fun with this. There's no, there's no fun to be had here. Right. Making fun of Karen Lee? Yeah. Easily. Oh, sure. Easily. But well, there's a lot of podcasts I listen to, like true crime ones that are terrible. Yeah, but, but they're, not, they're not fun. No, because they're talking about someone being killed. Right. Savagely. So, so when, I, when I decide which podcast we'll be reviewing based on the listener suggestions, I only listen to the first few minutes of it. So this one starts off real slow. But I like the premise. I think it's going to be good. I have high hopes. I'm optimistic, too. All right. That's good. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I'm so. glad I don't have to listen to it, though. You will have to listen to it. Because you listen to every episode of WATP. I listen to your, but right, I'm not going to listen to that. Right, right. <laughs> that was one of the suggestions that we got. Somebody wrote in the subreddit, why would I listen to a show about podcasts when I can just listen to a podcast? It's fucking <laughs> infuriating. They're like, this is a podcast. It's a podcast. It's a po-. All right. So anyway. Uh, I want to meet that guy. <sighs> Deep breath. Please join us again next week because it might be the episode where we find out once and for all who are these podcasts? Sleep well, every pony. Farting in the mush pits of morning radio. And now the show is over now. You know, who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense. Well, that was fun, Jen. What did you you think? We talked about... uh, I thought it was good. We talked about sex with your... No, sex talk with my mom, not sex with your mom. Right. I was thinking of what's your problem. (laughs) We talked about sex talk with your mom, and uh, you actually came into it thinking it was a pretty good podcast. You listened to a bunch of episodes. I did. I, um, I didn't like it as much. No, you hated it. I, I I didn't like it as much as you did. Um, I hated it. Yeah. Is actually how I would describe my level of liking. Oh, I know. That show. It was clear. I could see it in your face. Well, you know, the thing I really didn't like about it was the format. Like, why after the show do you have to talk about what just, ha- just happened on the show? I know, but I don't know. I just let loose and listened to it, and part of it I actually liked, so. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all for us. Love ya. <laughs>